and then we'll clap sync three two one I have to tell you guys, it is impeccable the timing that we've done for this deliberations episode only because originally when, cause I was, I, I was out of town this past weekend, gone Thursday through Sunday. And originally I was like, oh, if we find a short game to play, we'll be able to squeak something in there. Like I, I could make it work. I could make it work. And yes, yesterday when we got back from our trip, I was like, I'm so glad I don't have to bring anything more than just games to the table right now because I could yep. not have done that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to let that happen. I, like, I, I knew that. Because <laughs> I was just like, even if you had time, why? Why do that to yourself? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel exactly. like you could find some of the things you might want to do, including just relaxing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know that that's definitely an option that I don't afford. I don't give myself the luxury of that option sometimes. But indeed, but yeah, so in case you're listening to this, this is our, I was gonna say like semi-annual, but it's kind of like more of like a quarterly thing, I guess. But this is our quarterly deliberations episodes that we do. <laughs> That's right. Whatever the fuck we feel like it or need it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it, it comes out shortly after our uh, earnings statement. <laughs> and will right. be followed by our uh, published OKRs. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. We have actually a Trello board if you want to see what we're working on. Um, no promises <laughs> on delivery times, but we just wanted to like really be transparent about what we are valuing. Also, we have an entire person on staff who's, whose job is just to respond to forum posts that are requests for things and say, hmm, sounds like a good idea. I'll see if I can get the product team on that, which is code for no. <laughs> <laughs> and that post was three years ago. So cool. Um, yeah, format for today. I mean, it's not, you know, like the hardest core format ever, but we brought some games and potentially even some game block ideas. And we're just going to kind of, you know, go around and like look through those. And we're going to try to, in theory, uh, kind of pencil out, what is that, you know, eight weeks, nine weeks, something like that, like a good long amount of time so that we can know what the fuck we're doing, step one. But also, you know, communicate out to guests and whatever so that they can know what the fuck we're doing. And also so we can chill this week which we already talked about, and I think we've already succeeded. So, cool. Um, but will it be chill? Because I believe last week at the end of the episode, McCoy, you said, I want you guys to bring the fire <laughs> to this oh, deliberations. God damn it. Why did I do that? <laughs> That's so unfortunate. Yes. The fire has yes. been brought. I think mm. that narrows down my games quite a bit. Yeah, you're like, this one's not about fire. This one's not about fire. <laughs> the messenger's got some fire for sure. We're going to just be replaying Life is Strange out? Before the Storm three Again? more times. <laughs> I mean, someone could bring they might be. the uh, <laughs> the extra episode if they wanted to. I'm not I mean, convinced that yeah. anyone will. That is a possibility. But yeah. So yeah, this is just, this is going to be just a, I was going to say just chilled out, but also it's just kind of more conversational and we're going to be just talking about games that have piqued our interest or games that we've played that we want other people to play. And so, and obviously, this is, you know, just behind the curtain talk, I guess. But McCoy, did you have a plan of how you wanted us to present these games? Are we going to go mm. person by person and they're going to list out all of their games? Are we going to do it round robin style? Mm. Yes. So my thought was we could do round robin style, but not necessarily like, uh, I would say you can bring like either a block of games or you can bring a couple of disparate games but i wouldn't necessarily do anyone's whole list 
um, but just break a chunk. So for instance, mm -hmm. I could start um, and set the sort of tone. One of the things I was thinking about was I've been long since pursuing how is it that we like successfully do weeks of kind of like relaxation or downtime. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause like some games are lovely, but intense and long and some games are just intense. And I was thinking like, I, I've just been in pursuit of like, what would it actually look like if we tried to, cause you know, we've tried playthroughs and that does work sometimes or it doesn't work other times. Um, and so I thought of one that I think could work and it's called the beautiful games block. And the games are as follows journey. That's step one, two hours, beautiful. Uh, probably something we've heard about for a long time for being in this category of like beautiful, interesting games. Uh, on top of that, uh, Abzu, which is like a sea exploration game. I mean, I really don't know much about it other than it's beautiful. Um, and also, again, two hours. And let's see. On top of that, I was thinking adding Unfinished Swan as well. Ah, uh, yes. That's the one, the people who did uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, Finch, right? Yes. 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 And I think it's also very beautiful. Um, and it's about 2.5 hours, so it's, it's short. And it's like these short but kind of dense and potentially wonderful games feel like a nice adventure. Uh, and... The last one is Florence. Um, oh, you mentioned this game probably like the first year we did this podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Is that a mobile game? You know, I think it might be. Um, I don't know. I So this is one of those games that I personally have never gotten that close to playing, but that I've heard so much about. And it's one of those that's like, okay, well, if you hear enough about something, then you really just have to bring it to the podcast. So it, let's it is take a look. on Steam, so it's not exclusively mobile anyway. But I think it was a mobile game, maybe at first, or or maybe with its main intent. Um, it's supposed to be just a beautiful, I think, love story, if I recall correctly. But again, my style of like these sorts of things is I hear a amount of rumbling about a game, and this is why I always, by the way, lose all my deliberations, uh, lose quote unquote, and no one ever picks my games. The reason is because I don't do a great job of explaining what they are because I have reached a. Uh, a like a, a point where I'm like, this is an undeniably good experience. What it is, I don't want to pursue further. I would rather experience that fresh and real. Um, and so I know of these games. I know around these games. But deeply, do I know these games? No. But do I know that they will be valuable and worth our time? Yes. And I, so, okay. I almost wonder if maybe rather than doing it as a games block, these would be better as like... Uh, interspersed with more intense games so that could be also um i brought them to here with no like necessity that they be together although i do think they group nicely and potentially could be a lovely you know entire month where we get to chill or whatever and do other things uh but absolutely absolutely um this is my attempt at uh exploration beauty um and relaxation in game form Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be down. I was actually, when I was looking at games that would potentially pique my interest, I did see Abzu, and that has whales in it. And whales are my favorite animal. Like Raphael the Space, I'm like, ooh, Abzu has whales. <laughs> Wonderful. <Okay. laughs> well, there you go. There we go. Okay. So maybe I'll pass the baton cool. 
uh, around maybe Zoe just want you to take it next but yeah just like that's I was just a chunk right that's not my whole list um but I don't necessarily need to get through my whole list I'll I'll call some other things out potentially but that's what I really came here uh to show is I think that mm-hmm. those I think are strong candidates for wherever the fuck we want in all of our situation yeah okay um I guess one thing that I have, I'm bringing five games to the table, none of which are in, I guess, a game's block. So I guess I can just like list out one of them right now. And it's way different than a beautiful game's block right now, because my game that I want to bring to the table is Dishonored. Dishonored. Oh, shit. Dishonored is one of those games. Oh, okay. There we go. We've got we've got one person who already brought that up. Awesome. Oh, I got it. It's got wheels. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, it's actually completely different. But I just, whenever I think about games that have, I guess, like a Bioshock like combat system, um, every time I like look up games that do that, Dishonored is always in like that running of that style of game. And I hear so much about that game, and I have zero clue what it's about, but it's just always been compared to things. Like, whenever I hear about new games coming out, they're like, ah, this is, you know, this will harken back to games like Dishonored or whatnot. And I'm like, what? Okay, what the fuck is this game? And so this would be a three-weeker, probably, because I think it's, like, 12 hours. Um, We could possibly put it out to three weeks. And it to me just kind of seems like an action you action adventure first person combat style but like but there's supernatural elements to the combat as well much like you know the bees in bioshock i think there's like weird kind of supernatural abilities that you can do as like a trained assassin um, there's going a lot of stealth as well i think yeah okay mm-hmm. um but I, I wasn't joking whales are actually a very important part of the setting for dishonored Oh, are you okay? I had zero clue. Perfect. We're gonna we're gonna continue with that theme. Then. Mm-hmm. Also, I would say you know when it comes to context in terms of okay, like where we all sit in our video game skill journey. Like it's it's a single player first person shooter, so it's not to say that it's necess- it necessitates that you be good at first person shooters. But I would say that the value and the time that you guys have all put into first person shooters will make this game more fun. Um. So that's cool because with games like this where they're like, hey, man, you get to like do crazy shit in a first person shooter context. Like those are more fun if you can hit things. Um, How many <laughs> of us have played this game? Not me. Not me. It sounds like just me. Oh, OK, cool. OK, cool. Yeah. OK, so yeah, that's the that's the first game that I guess I'm bringing out there. And Raphael, I open the floor to you. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, I mean, I guess I've been accumulating games for a while. Um, I'm trying to think what would be my first one here. I think I want to say, well, there's one that actually kind of fits in nicely with the uh, beautiful games and sort of like more relaxing exploration, although it's it's still a little bit of a twist on it, and that would be uh, Fez. Ah. And so... Fez, uh, it's sort of a a puzzle 2D platformer, but it's got this really interesting mechanic of the 2D world is actually a projection of a 3D world that you can rotate. Mm -hmm. 
Um, now, hold on, Raphael. Is this the game that I was listening to, I believe it was the Giant Bombs podcast, and they talk a lot about, I think, this game? I want to yeah. say. I could be the wrong game. It's this game. This is but one like, of the games that, that like, was like the first in in the first wave of successful indie games. Yep. For sure. <clears throat> but but what here's what they were saying about it. So tell me if this fits. Um they were saying what would be really cool to do in the modern day would be to get a group of people who have not played this game and who will all agree not to look up things about this game but are allowed to talk to each other about what they've discovered in this game. And then just see what that was like. Because if 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 I'm thinking of the right game, but again, like I didn't have much to hang my hat on, if you will, hang the idea in the idea tree in my mind or whatever. Like they were talking about how like this was one of those games where there's a lot of discovery and that you can't really like put the cat back in the bag when it comes to like what the internet has discovered about this game. Um, um maybe. I guess that's not really how I see it. I I don't think it's like the Outer Wilds in the sense that it's very, it's not non-linear to the same degree. Um, so it's not like you will, like one person will come across something and someone else probably won't. There are definitely like secret things in it. Um, but I Sorry, think can like we it... talk about how McCoy said hang your hat about a game called Fez? <laughs> <clears throat> I thought that uh... was pretty, pretty good. Got it. Okay. Cool. Heard a lot about this game in a way that not, almost zero of it has stuck because I've never had a reference for it, I feel like. So, seems cool. Okay. Cool. 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 But there you go. Fez is another game. That Sorry. You, you, <laughs> yeah, I know. On the technical Super note, yeah, uh, yeah. Discord did kind of peter out. And so I was like, oh, God, is he disconnected? <laughs> but yes. I am still here. <laughs> My internet is just <laughs> slightly questionable today. I suppose. Cool. Uh, all righty. All right. James. Me. It's my turn, I suppose. Um, I don't really have, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe super liminal. Mm -hmm. um, if I want to go for, like, one specific game first. I kind of did a a bit of a brainstorm of like games that I would like to do for the podcast in general. So I I just have like a long list of games um, in no particular order with not a significant um, emotional attachment to actually getting them played um, for the most part. Um, dude, this is some fucking also nightmare her shit. I'm watching this game, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. just the way it does perspective is just fucking okay. All right, <laughs> it's All right. to me. I'm I'm like that's super cool. Awesome. Um, like it's not done by the people who do the Stanley Parable. It like it has the aesthetic of, of like the Stanley Parable or games like that. Yeah, but I, I don't think it is done by them. It's not. No. Interesting. Um So are we going to go through like one by one and put out games or 
or what? Like, yeah, do we've we, all do we done McCoy a few one times. thing. Sure. No, I think. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I just think we're just going around a circle. People propose in, in reasonable chunks. Like if you oh, want to do okay. two, do yeah, two. yeah, yeah. I mean, hmm. Like, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then a couple of awkward things, like an epic series, like um, Bioshock and um, Half-Life that I think might be interesting to do. Uh, well, I just said it. Half-Life. I meant, yeah, I meant wow. Bioshock. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I was and, like, this is some and Mass Effect. I was like, Half Half Life might be interesting to do, mm -hmm. um, but it might also be uh, not interesting to do. <laughs> That's my fear of it. I have definitely played or tried to go through it in the last ten years or something like that, and I feel like I was like, wow, everyone says this is so amazing, and also like keep in mind the engine and the company has gone on to make amazing things, including Counter Strike. And it's just sort of like you look at it and you're just like, wow. And uh, boy, it was like not. It was groundbreaking, but that yeah, ground was, has been. Yeah. Has many, been. Many others have taken inspiration yeah. from it. It's groundbreaking. I like, okay. Um, other things you just mentioned Counter Strike Go. I think it might be oh. <laughs> fun to. <laughs> Get a five stack together. Oh, okay. And um, play play that game now that we've put some hours into uh, Valorant. Okay. Just throwing that out there is like sure. an idea. Yeah. Getting McCoy excited. <laughs> That's wild. I definitely still have a couple of Counter Strike friends of mine that are always just like, it's like it's awkward. They're like, come back to Counter Strike, man. It's still awesome. And I'm like, come to Valorant, man. It's awesome. And they're like, no, it's not. And I'm like, you don't know that, man. And they're like, you're right, I don't. I just don't want to believe it. And then the Steam messages sort of die off. <laughs> you know, every time. Mm -hmm. yep. um, if, we, if we felt like it, revisiting Apex Legends, because it still exists. Yep. Um, and... It might be interesting to go into that game again and see why. Um, yeah. Because it, it feels like it's so much more um, successful than so many of uh, the similar games to it. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not attached to that at all. I was just like, this might be an interesting idea. Maybe people will get excited about it. Maybe not. Yeah, I again um, the, not, these you know these are all games that well, I would at least say CS:GO and Apex Legends are games that you know, I think we could have a different perspective having played more first-person shooters. Um yeah. You would be surprised like because it's not totally open but like the world of first-person shooters is more open now than maybe it's ever been for our podcast crew and that's interesting because it's uh there's a lot of really interesting and cool stuff in there. Um and just different attempts on the formula like it's that's just been a genre that has never really stopped it's getting like it's limelight right now um but it never stopped and it was actually one of the earlier ones when it comes to 3d games too so um 
not obviously the earliest by any means, but do you know what I'm saying? And so it's just been going the whole time. So cool. Okay, I'm I'm marking all of these games as games I'm not attached to. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> we need to add a column in our spreadsheet that we have attached to. <laughs> question high, mark. It's just yeah, like hype level. <laughs> is attached. It's just to. like these are ideas. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's how I went into this. Um, feels like you guys all like have games that you're like, I'd really like to play this. And I, I didn't do that for some of it. Okay. Um, I guess should we go back yeah. to Zoe so Zoe can add a few more? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Um, I'll shift these down to make room. Good idea. Okay, so the next one on my list, speaking of beautiful games, um, I just I started playing it on a whim actually a couple weeks ago, and then I stopped playing it because I'm like, this might be fun to do for the podcast, but that would be Unravel. Uh -huh. Unravel is just a beautiful, I'll describe it as a beautiful platformer. Is that puzzle um, game? Single player or co-op? Or is it, uh, it is single player. Or what am I thinking? Yeah. Of? So um, I actually first played uh, the first game in the series I played is Unravel Two, which is with Brandon, which is their co-op. I see. I see. Um, what I'm thinking of the co-op one of that, but no, the original Unravel uh, is only single player, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of this uh, puzzle platformer. Um, very beautiful graphics. Um, really charming as how like little ca yarn character that you play and the story that it's told so far is uh, just very poignant and very simple it's very simple but very poignant and I don't know just seems like just a lovely way to uh, I don't know do a puzzle platformer game uh, so that is definitely one I'll is say it is, it, is it a week or uh, so it is six hours on how long to beat. So we can all, if if yeah, it gets chosen, out. it could be negotiated. Yeah. Yeah. Also, but, uh, uh, it is yeah. another game that I think, depending on the circles you're in, right? Because no one shares the same YouTube anymore. But uh, at least in my local circles, it's a game that's music has far transcended the game itself. I've probably heard the soundtrack a mm -hmm. hundred times now. Um, yeah. It, it is just like it, it it is just a overall beautiful experience and it's charming as hell um yeah so that that was that one but then another one this is a game i know nothing about uh but we're kind of we're talking i was also kind of considering what are like quick two to three hour games that we could try playing in a one week stint and i have iris fall Yes, Which I was going to yes, puzzle good. game. Sorry. One I was just going to say that I was hoping uh, you were going to bring this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it looks I, I know nothing about it. Brandon just brought it to my attention. He said, like, this game, like, looks really cool. And it, it plays with the concept of light and dark. Um, I have zero clue. It could be a great game or it could be the next gardens between but i'd like to find out <laughs> it looks kind of gardens between ask but that's not a diss at all and by the way like mm -hmm. we don't need to play amazing games you guys like but it looked cool <laughs> it's just what i mean by that is gardens between looked so beautiful 
Gardens Between could right. totally find itself on a beautiful games block, and that's exactly kind of how it weaseled its goddamn way all the way into that podcast. Um, and so I think that's right. I think that is reasonable. This game looks interesting, and at least from my perspective, not knowing much about it is exactly how I'd like to go into it. Like I feel prepared and ready for a game like that. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. There's that. And then I guess we'll bring just another another game that we'll we'll see about. I have zero clue about this game. I just stumbled across it, and it happens to be on like countless top ten games of twenty ten lists. Like every time I look it up, and it looks to me so much like a heavy rain game, but it might actually be good question mark. No, way. and that would be Alan Wake. <laughs> oh yes, mm-hmm. which is an ep- I would describe it as an episodic mystery mm-hmm. psychological thriller. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, probably would be like a three weeker. Um, but what I also think is very, very kind of it to do is that because it's episodic, like we could clearly, it, it can clearly be broken out in like, you know, play episodes one through two, three through four, five through six. Uh, for those week-long periods but i don't know it has like twin peaks vibes it has like it's giving me heavy rain vibes i'm seeing some deadly premonition in it but i don't know if it's that janky so i won't maybe compare it to that but i don't know just looks super interesting and um like i said as soon as i saw that game and then looked it up and everyone's like best games of 2010 i was like huh interesting (laughs) uh fucking 2010 yeah, awesome. And I, I, you know, I did I did w- watch a non spoilery IGN review of it, at least the beginning part of the IGN review, and it said like, you know, the game does fall into stereotypes, and for a game to fall into stereotypes in 2010, yeah. it also makes me be like, oh boy, what will it show in 2021? Reasonable. But, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I I I think it could potentially be just a very interesting look at you know yet another game that's you know a decade old at yeah. this point. Okay. But, wow, that's such yeah. a hilarious sell, but that's working on me. Okay. All right. <laughs> Reasonable. Yeah, I've heard this game in the context of like, I want to say like fucking Microsoft owns it or some shit like this. It's like some bethesda bethesda owns it oh so then Mm -hmm. microsoft owns bethesda yeah okay so then yeah yeah i just i've heard of people being like it's like when they're scratching their heads like trying to think of something like god like what what other game could like we maybe bring back every once in a while people will bring up alan wake and they'd be like yeah like flashlights and stuff and then you know (laughs) that's usually where it ends (laughs) but like fuck it cool um all right and just just fyi james i did look it up there's no jump scares in the game so (laughs) (laughs) and on that topic even though i know it's probably Raphael's turn i will say one more that fits nicely that definitely does have jump scares is gtfo you guys heard about this shit no you've brought it up before i seem to recall it's a four person which is a really awkward number for us co-op uh first person shooter like teamwork like stay alive fucking work together uh game look up some footage of it it's a very, uh, like, intense, like, potentially scary, like, teamwork opportunity. <laughs> yeah, bro. But apparently... Yeah, I'm looking at some footage yeah. right now. So, apparently, it is 
really good. And the co-op aspect of it, the teamwork aspect of it is really good and, and rewarded well. So the difficulty apparently is tuned well in such a way that good teams do better than bad teams. And uh, it's not, for instance, uh, hopefully it's fucking not uh, World War Z or whatever the fuck that thing was where it's just like they send a gajillion zombies at you and you're just sort of like, why am I not <laughs> feeling anything? Um, <laughs> like... So Ooh, a pretty zombie tower. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. And then like you see that trick like twice and you're like, do you have even one more trick? Like, but yeah, so I've just heard really positive things about this. Uh, and so I think we are getting closer as a group to being able to play something like this. Uh, so I just wanted to throw it out there for, for, to keep it on people's radar. I would be more than happy if it didn't make it into this block, but this is something that I'm, slowly but surely pushing towards us because i think it will be fun um and also james if you want you can sub out for elena if it's too scary for you um. <laughs> would elena want to play this game i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> cool uh, okay Raphael, i sort of jumped in front of you do you want to list out a couple more games you got yes so i have several more mm. um I, well, okay, so I have top two of the suggestions for sure. Um, so The Messenger mm. was one, I think it was the first one that I suggested as a guest. Um, and that is an action platformer Metroidvania. And it's currently on sale. Yeah, currently all of Devolver as is of, on sale right now, by the way. Yeah, as of the recording and not necessarily release of this podcast yeah so in other words like get ready to be disappointed but it's okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you should just be used to that by now with this podcast they hey! have frequent sales <laughs> yeah. <Hey! laughs> yeah also like put something on your wish list you're chilling you'll find a sale trust um uh, yeah but yeah okay if you like chiptune it has an amazing soundtrack uh oh. one that i listen to a lot i know mccoy will cry mm-hmm. <laughs> I like but, the Necro Dancer, man. Okay, I you know I'm not unpleasable in the chip tune area. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think as a platformer, it's just really well designed. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I imagine it will be de- divisive, and we will have different opinions on it. So that should be interesting as well. Mm. In terms of level of difficulty of platformer what would you say this is does this guy even know what an easy platform feels like anymore like did you uh, see i mean him yeah this, this is the Knight guy the who day? like did yeah <laughs> like defeated all the bosses consecutively it's, <laughs> it's substantially easier than hollow knight for sure yeah my understanding um, was that it was hardish it is it is hardish yes like is it like compare Celeste? it to um yeah, sure. It's easier than Celeste, I would okay. say. Celeste is uh, brutal. That being said, like it doesn't have the same granularity. So like Celeste was really careful about giving you like this is a like short sequence that you will repeat until you get it right. Uh, the messenger, the sequences are longer, but they're not as hard. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've heard plenty of good things about this game. It's one of those that it can't it can't 
really reach mainstream for what it is because it is serving a niche. Mm-hmm. And that's not a diss. That's actually probably honestly a great thing. Um, but it's just one of those things you just look at it and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The people who don't want to play this game won't. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they get the message and they leave. Um, but the people who do play it seem to think it's quite good. Uh, yeah. so let's see. Then my other of the top two is a uh, slime rancher. Whoa. And this is a game that I think I looked at at first and I was like, this looks dumb. And then I stopped looking at it. And then I played several other games in its vicinity and it kept coming up as like, this is a game like those games. And I was like, is it though? Oh. Uh, and so then I played it and it was great. Wait, uh, this game is 3D? It's 3D. Yeah. I had no idea. Is there uh, a story to this game? There is a story. It is a light story, but it is very well written, in my opinion. This game had the most badass. Like you know, you know all those like bad games that were like questionable games that like try to pretend like they they have like a lot of positive statements around them. If you look at just the the front page Steam trailer, of like two seconds. They, like, have some funny gameplay, and you're like, whatever, and then they just hit you with, like, some legit awards that they won, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, cool, man. Yeah, I mean, so I would yeah. say it's it's a lot, it's a it's a much better game than it initially appears. It seems cool, honestly, and it's, like, a totally different thing, which I think is something that we as a podcast can value. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, and I see. I guess it's like fifteen to twenty hours, so that would put it probably in like the two to three yeah. week range, depending on how much people want to play. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Overwhelmingly <clears throat> positive. All right. Yeah. And then, do you have another one? Do you have another one that you want to add, real quick? Fourth slot is uh, tougher, uh, but. I will use it to shout out one that one of our friends suggested, okay. which was uh, Going Under. Oh, yep. I was hoping someone was going to bring this too. Uh, and so, Going Under. That's uh, difficult to describe, I guess. Uh, oh, it's like, yeah, okay. It's sort of, uh, it's making fun of a lot of like corporate culture and particularly like game dev culture i think and tech culture and startups and like that also like the art style that gets used in a lot of like uh tech documentation and uh announcements and things uh that i believe the art style is called allegria Hmm. uh and so it's all sort of done in an art style kind of reminiscent of that and in a way making fun of it and also it has the potentially most on the note because it's a game about it's it's almost similar to like life is strange in this way and i'm sorry for that comparison but like it's like you know how life is strange is trying to be like remember that shit that you remember as a kid like it's like you know it's like, it's like, it's like trying to point out shit that you take for granted but that's like weird you know like do you remember when you used to like use a flashlight to have like stars on your roof this is like that but for like work culture and like startup culture and they had the most on the nose uh, update slash like fucking expansion 
like during covid where they were like the work work from from home home update (laughs) just fucking it's murderous like that is like there's not a better title or premise you could possibly do to a game that's trying to make fun of work culture um during these unprecedented times so like that's (laughs) you know fair play on that fair play on that I think it's a roguelike. Like, I don't fucking know about the game, though. Yeah, it's a roguelike. <laughs> okay. It's a roguelike, um, like, top-down kind of brawler. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I saw somebody play it for, like, maybe five minutes. Um, and I was like, ah, good jokes. Um, booting up Valorant, <laughs> just like <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Cool, yeah. Um, can I go again? Sure. Uh, one sec. I have to turn on my light to look at my list. <laughs> <Start turning. laughs> I wrote it out. On paper, and, it got um, dark. and and the sun went down, um, <laughs> so I had to turn on my light. Unlucky, really. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty unlucky. Just like um, how far away you suddenly sounded, I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, what, what's happening all of a sudden? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the upside and the downside of these mics. <laughs> all right, I I have a trashy group playthrough that I want us okay. to do. Okay. Which is for contradiction dash spot the liar. Yeah. Okay. Point. Okay. Okay. I was wondering if any of these motherfuckers were dead from previous deliberations or if they were still yeah, alive. Yeah. No. Not dead. Okay. Still here. Okay. Contradiction dash spot the liar exclamation point is a full motion video. Um. I don't know. You're a you're a fucking private investigator uh in a small town i think in like england uh trying to figure out if a suicide is really a suicide or if there's something more nefarious going on um and it looks just janky and ridiculous enough uh for us to have a great time in a trashy playthrough See how well our spotting the liar skills are when we are inebriated. I love exactly. it. <laughs> and like, we haven't done a full motion video game because there aren't that many of them. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I like, but I, it seems like the perfect thing for us to play together. Yeah. It's like my depth for hating those games does not stop me from acknowledging that it probably, you're probably right about that. You are probably right about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of decisions, I assume, that we can um, mm-hmm. debate, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. So you hate that kind of game? Um, no, it's setting dependent. But, like, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. I wouldn't, like, play that shit alone. Um, right, right. Yeah. yeah. But that's not what you're proposing either. So fair play. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's think like a two, two hours, two week, two weeker. I think Sorry. it's like a two week game. It's like 
It's supposedly just like six hours, which means it's like eight to 12 um, for us. So. All right. Yeah. Um, And then. What else? Um, I mean, I still want us to do the Talos principle. uh, But that's kind of. A lot of game. Yeah, I and, have the uh, Talos principle on my list as well. Um, yeah, I oh, do yeah? think the question for the Talos principle comes to how we would want to have that game played. Um, yeah, because I know James, you were saying how it could potentially be a good, like, more serious group playthrough. I think. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's also like. Uh, how long is it? It's like 16 hours, I think. Yeah, it's a pretty long game. Pretty intense puzzles, I think. And um, might be fun to do together. Especially for those of us that uh, don't really enjoy working through puzzles over the course of many hours. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, House uh, Flipper. Hear me out. House Flipper. Yeah. What is House I thought, Flipper? I thought you were just going to stop at Flipper, like the dolphin, and I'm like, yeah. the Flipper video game? That's yeah, probably Flipper, not. the interactive video game House where it comes, with a, it comes with a plastic Flipper uh, USB <laughs> attachment that you just like sort of <laughs> smash like, like this, like when you need to quote flip. Um, yeah, no, House Flipper, you guys. Um, what the fuck? It's a game about it's you game get about janky houses. houses and you remodel them and sell them for profit. That's the game. Um, it just looks ridiculous. And I bet you this game is hella fun. Um, <laughs> I, I think we can hold on it for a minute. And I actually wonder if we're potentially getting into games that we were all kind of like, yeah, we could play this at some point, but we could hold on them. I do wonder if we're getting into that territory, but I just want to give some some lip service to House Flipper for just being ridiculous, and I bet you some fun. I mean, do I you want to put it down in the games I'm not attached to block? My temptation is that if we're not attached to them, they should be deleted. That's my temptation. Okay. I mean, the reason why I brought them up was was to kind of gauge the room. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no fair. Like um but I hear you. No, no, yeah. no fair. Um I was also going to say you guys at some point we could do Valheim. You guys heard about this shit? We talked about this shit a little bit, you know. Oh yeah. Like Raphael played some of that game. Yeah. Yes. I wish to return to it upon release. I see. When does it release? Oh, we don't know because it's a yeah, yeah, it's an early access survival game. So wait, I'm looking at House Flipper, and it's like similar never. to games you've played, Green Hell, which yeah. is a game about surviving in a jungle. Okay. I guess I guess <laughs> I can see the parallel. These houses are really screwed up from the screenshot. Yeah, they're like a jungle. Elena yeah. already owns this game. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! <laughs> I was hoping to get her as guest spotting. This is her vibe right here. Um. Yeah, like is that definitely like a one week kind of game scenario, or is there a story to it? I don't really know, but my uh, just just 
snap judgment is that it's a one-week scenario. You just play it and have fun. Um, that would be my... I, I, I don't know if there's, there's like a fucking... three DLCs. Apparently there is a story or like a completion at 12 hours. Yeah, like at some point there's like the, the evil house that you have to like flip properly or else you lose like the final boss house. So, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just it's just one of those games that's like... It, it it's kind of reminds me of like a tycoon game, you know what I'm saying? Where it's just like the game is like it's just about like have fun in it, you know? Go like is this go like pick what fucking tiles you want to pick and shit, and then like sell that shit. It's and, like The Sims, but teaching you to make money off of the uh, 2008 housing crisis, like I like mean, it's got a Sims vibe to it. Right. Wait, hold on. I'm just looking at the yep. like in this promotional video. Yeah. Um it just says Kotaku says, quote, your first email is from a woman whose ex-boyfriend broke into her house and stole her radiator after they split up. End quote. That is what they chose. <laughs> yeah, this shit's troll as hell, yeah. Trust me. Trust me, this is the shit that you want in your life. You just don't know it. You just don't That's the know quote it. from the Kotaku article that they decided to use. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I not mean, radiator. Hey, these, these sorts of games, like these, I, I don't know how to, like, because it's not VR, really, but, like, I'm sure, do you think it, like, has, it looks like Oh, it, it has, looks like, like it could be VR. Janky controls, but. Yeah, yeah you I mean, like, know. where you hold mouse one down and it just sort of, like, moves your mop up and down on a fucking floor for a minute and then it like pops clear like yeah probably that's <laughs> that seems like what it would be yeah i mean i'm i've always been like mm -hmm. inter like i don't know looking at these sorts of games and yeah i feel like these types of silly games always kind of get pushed to the side in our group just because we're like ah oh, we should have a game with story <laughs> but hell yeah this is yeah, maybe game, we should just game. play House Flipper. Holy shit. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, um, okay. Anything else people want to throw out there? I have more games. Uh, I, I definitely have more things that are near and dear to me if I am permitted more slots. Yeah. Okay. I am done with my group of games. Let's see. Let me shift stuff down. Uh, so let's see. If we want to go really hard on the action platformers, Cuphead. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. If we think that we can do a blog. podcast of me only getting through the first encounter, then <laughs> sure. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You could do co-op. You could get Brandon involved. Yeah, actually. <laughs> if you think I'm bad at platformers, then you haven't seen Brandon <laughs> play platformers. It's like, do you want to buy two new controllers at the same time or not? It's just I, I did you. buy it for my Nintendo Switch, and I think we did one co-op encounter, and I think I had to go retrieve my Joy-Con from the other end of the room because Brandon threw it. He was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, it is, it is relentlessly difficult. Mm -hmm. um, Don't play it in handheld mode or else you will actually just have to buy a new Switch. That would be unfortunate. 
<laughs> and it's it's definitely bullet hell. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just hear the excitement from McCoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they fucking hand drew this shit in hand, animated it via cuts, yeah. out, cutouts or some shit. Apparently, it's just like mm-hmm. gorgeous. It's, it's stylish cool. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of stylish as fuck, another one. Katana Zero. Mm-hmm. This one is a lot less difficult. It's sort of like a combination between action and puzzle. Uh, and it has a story. And how else to describe it? Is it also about a ninja? It is not about a ninja. It is about uh, a samurai-like soldier. So this is, uh, I think, if I understand this correctly, similar to I have a block that I'm not going to bring, but I think at some point we could ever do, which is like like badass action games, kind of. And I feel like it would fit in with this. And the other games on that are like Hotline Miami and like fucking ape out and like i don't know if you guys have seen my friend pedro yeah it's mm-hmm. definitely got yes. stuff in common I with hotline miami that. i guess mm-hmm. uh i haven't played the other two but i think yeah mm-hmm. some overlap it's like to me they come from a lineage of games that this is like my head canon and not reality but there was a matrix flash game where you could slow down time and, and run off walls and shoot bullets in slow motion and it was like is it a like good game like these other ones that are down the line might be like was the matrix one a good game i don't know but it was just badass you know what i'm saying it was just fun you're like dude did you see me dodge bullets in slow motion while shooting people like the end which like that that's awesome i love that shit that shit is um some good shit so okay i'm sure it's like more than that but i feel like it has an element of that too where there's like still some badass kills in this game i feel like oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm Let's see. And you have one last game on your list yeah, yeah. in suggestions. Subnautica. Oh, okay, it's giant. Yeah, I've thought about how to do this. We got it at some podcast. That also has about. whales, right? Uh, it has whale-like entities. <laughs> you mean sharks? Uh, but they're also not like whales, so I, oh, okay. I think we may need uh, Zoe's expertise to decide whether mm. they really count as whales. <laughs> This is like, a scary game. Yeah. So it's kind of a scary game. It's, I would say, like, the, the scariness of it is not, it, it's not like it, it, it's, if I feel like to call it a scary game is not really correct. It has scary things in it. Mm-hmm. But it is not like the scariness is the, the point of the game. Like, I'd probably, like, compare it to, uh, well, I guess there, maybe I won't bring it up because it's spoilers and people are not expecting spoilers in a deliberations episode. Mm-hmm. But, like, is it kind of like Outer Wilds, I guess, in terms of, like, scare level, probably? Uh, I think it's maybe a bit scarier than Outer Wilds. Mm-hmm. Um...
That's it's that's I was hard like, to What's compare. scary in Outer Wilds? And then I remembered that I blocked out fish. the fish. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And just like no touchy the fishy. Yeah, exactly. um, and I, I think I think how scary it is also depends a lot on how much it aligns with other phobias you might have. I mean, given that it it is definitely like all underwater. If you're if you have like the lassophobia, then yeah, it's probably a really fucking scary game. Mm-hmm. Does it have octopus in it? It does not. Mm. Okay. This is also a very long game and a game with, it seems, yeah, again, it's always hinting around this, but like, you know, more than meets the eye to it, it would seem. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a large undertaking. It's something that I think at some point we'll have to do. Feels like something you shouldn't skip, but, but it's been a little bit awkward whenever I wrap my head around how to try to play it for the podcast yeah i think uh it may make sense to like um pair up or something for it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can you do it co-op or is that a no so it, like you like it doesn't have like any actual multiplayer play. but yeah yeah archon mode i guess um in terms of long games, Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is uh, on PC, has been for a while now. Mm-hmm. And I would like to play it at some point. Mm-hmm. And I will never play it if I don't play it for the podcast. Super so I'm fair. Bringing it up. <laughs> um, but it is a very, it's probably like a six week game. Right? It's like a like a forty hour game, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, it's a triple A game. Like it's a triple A game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's think uh, Assassin's Creed, although it's I feel like much thirty cleaner, hours. Yeah, much okay. cleaner. Yeah, so it's actually Creed. pretty similar in duration to Subnautica. Hmm. Okay, so maybe four. Although maybe four is too low for Subnautica, I don't, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we become close to picking something we like this, we like... can really. Yeah. You know, detail it, I, think. I think for the large ones, maybe we should just. Unfortunately. Uh, do hours. Mm-hmm. And then, Heroes of Hammerwatch is a four-player. Um roguelike dungeon crawly action game action is i don't know it's like a i guess it's kind of a bullet hell but it's not really i don't know maybe it is Mm -hmm. um like bullet hell means something very specific to me that this is not but it is a dodging projectiles game um, but it's multiplayer and I've never played it multiplayer and I think that would be fun cool um, a game just came out called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion <laughs> um, <clears throat> where you play as as a turnip a young turnip who has committed tax evasion. 
<laughs> Sounds um, like a fucking rapper. A young young turnip. <laughs> young yeah. turnip. Yeah, yeah turnip totally. Boy. Okay, I found it. Yeah, that's where it was coming from. Okay. Um, and uh, it's got kind of a look to it like the Legend of Zelda, like early 2D games. Um, and it might have one joke. I'm not sure. Um, you mean like the entire thing is not the joke? I mean, like the entire thing, they make one joke, but they make it over and over again. Oh my God. And that's, and that's, look at this turnip. It has committed tax evasion. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's true, but it might. This is something that if I saw it in the wild, I would downvote it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Are you looking at it on, it's like on the front page of Steam right now. It's like one of the things. Does the front page of Steam even have consistency anymore? Hey, look, so is Subnautica. Yeah, Subnautica has oh, essentially right, never cause... left. Subnautica has just been around. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, I mean, the sequel to Subnautica is actually releasing this weekend. Below zero? Oh. Yeah. Wait, that's a sequel? It's like a whole new game? Well, I guess it's a prequel. Uh, but yeah. Whoa, it's a... look at this. These things are way less like real fish than I remember in Subnautica. <laughs> Not that I played Subnautica. Whoa. That's yeah. a whale thing. So it's been in early access. Uh, I've been waiting for it to release. Okay. Yep. There's a cool. couple of things that were Looks early cool. access that I thought about just waiting on. Um, but it's weird. Like a lot of these... So, okay, like, you know, like, one of the things we talked about in terms of Hades was that it was, like, an early access game that caught flames in its early access period, but then also caught flames on release, which is really awesome and exciting. But I'm not convinced all these other ones that are, like, on fire right now in early access are going to make a splash when they release. Like, some of these will be gone before they release, which is just such a bizarre concept. Um, mm-hmm. but I have some on my list that I'm like, I'm just gonna wait for a release. And then I'm just like, okay, but I'm never gonna hear about it on release. Am I? <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay. Okay. How are we feeling you guys in terms of, cause right, we're going to have to, so we've, we've done a good job making a list, but we're now going to have to whittle it down. So I think we may want to switch gears and start attacking this list or being very positive and friendly in how we just lift some above the others, you know? Yeah, will be there soon, right? No. Um, yeah, I mean, I think at this point, I think if I if any more choices are added, I'm going to start having choice paralysis. <laughs> yep. What's really great about like adding stuff to this list is that you can just be like, I don't want to play that game. Let's not play that game, and then uh, then we get to lower the choice number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do we want to do this, guys? Any thoughts okay. on how we want to approach? Do we want to slash? Do we want to talk positive about a couple of things? Like, what What are people feeling Let's in their soul? Let's see. What are your thoughts on doing GTFO as a scary, gay, like, scary game month thing for October? I think that sounds good. Because I, I look at a game like that, and I'm like, that will be a fun month of october game i think to do yeah i also don't think we need it in this block of 
you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm going to, I I am going to transfer some of these over though to our actual episode idea master doc thing. Mm-hmm. Just so that way we can definitely keep this in mind for, you know, when the spooky games month comes around. Also, small housekeeping note on that, Doc. I think, and this is my personal preference, but I think we should not keep things on the list that we have done and mark them as green, but rather just delete them. Yeah. Keep the list clean. Agreed. Yep, Yep. we can do that. Okay. So in the subject of Scary Games Month, Adam, (laughs) RIP, sent me a DM the other day saying, so I just finished playing a game called Omori yesterday, which I think would be a fun game club game there's a fair bit to discuss there but i'm also dead certain that you would hate it about half of the game is a horror game and about an eighth of the game is a terror game remember when adam tried to make that distinction i do i think it's a great distinction it's just unfortunate that yeah i think it's a great distinction yeah yep um oh i have seen this why have i seen this? yeah this is a horror terror game Jesus Christ. Uh-oh. <laughs> the description, though. Yeah. Explore a strange world full of colorful friends and foes. When the time comes, the path you've chosen will determine your fate. And perhaps the fate of others as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like jumping between, like, this is Pokemon, and you're going up the fucking Rainbow Road to, like, you're in hell. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh my yes so okay i like it let's maybe slash or hide this gtfo thing i don't know whatever it's gone okay is there anything else other people are feeling like you know maybe not this time um i think the talos principle is not making it that's what i think why do i think that because it's this game that, like, it needs to be chosen with, with fervor at some point. But it is always just, like, fifth on people's lists. And they keep bringing it, but they're never here for it. Is this an unfair description of this game? I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to play it anyway. I'm excited to play it. I mean, it's third yeah. On my I, I list. guess I'm not the right person to ask because I've played it and finished it, so I kind of don't have oh. a horse in this camp. Um. So, do you I think it would be enjoyable that. to play as a group? Um, I think how I actually see that working out better is probably like not doing an organized group playthrough like getting all four of us together but like definitely like ones and twos kind of like how outer wilds was kind of done um that's how i see that game being more successful um that being said it's also you know a 16 hour game and so that does require coordination on a group playthrough part um that said, I thought it was a, I think it's a really cool game, really poses some great philosophical questions on what it means to be human. Detroit, become human. That's um, but okay. uh, I, I, I think it's a super cool game. 
I just don't know. Like it to me, it seems very hard to try it and do it for a podcast only because it would require definitely has the hour count for a three week kind of game. However, I don't see it as being three weeks with an episode after every week sort of thing because mm. what you play in hour three is very similar to what you're playing in hour 16 is how I'd say it. Um, ah. For the most okay. part. But yeah, that's just my two cents on it. Raphael, have you played it? I have not. Uh, I was actually going to play it, and then I saw that it was in the potential ones for the podcast, and so I've postponed Maybe we that. should figure out how to play it together. And then... My personal take is, like, we should play it separately. I don't know why. I haven't played the game, but I just... I don't... I don't well, know. Well, but I mean, like, if, if Raph and James want to pair up together to oh, yeah, play sure. it, I like. I think that would be perfectly fine. Then McCoy, if you or, want to or play we could it play separately. it separately. Yeah, I don't know. You know, there's also it, the it, side quests kind of things that you could do f as well. You know, like if maybe if it's not a game for the general public sphere, but like maybe if you guys want to play it and then gather together for your thoughts, I think that can also be fair for a yeah you know potential episode maybe. idea. Um, I mean, I do want to play it, and I'm never going to play games that we don't play for this podcast. Just, you know, it's hard to time mm -hmm. fit time for other games when there's, like, so much Valorant to play. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, I don't know. Um like that's why well, it sounds I want to me it that there's list, more but... it sounds to me that there's more interest in this game than maybe some other games on this list. So maybe we do Yeah, can we hold it on here for now and then cut it later? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I would then say that's too super reasonable. So what are those games then? Um I would to me it didn't seem hmm To me, it didn't seem like there was a lot of enthusiasm for Dishonored. Hmm. No, no, no. I want to play Dishonored. It is I want to. I want to play it at some point, like this year. I think. I think it's a good idea for this year, but. Okay. Um. Yeah. So here's how Dishonored would work if we played it, I think. That would be one of those games that we would play, yeah, in multiple weeks, and then we could get into more details about the individual levels that we did or whatever, like maybe like how we solved them. Like, you know, you with a game that you play over longer periods of time, you can get more into the details. Mm -hmm. Like, So that could definitely be fun. It doesn't have to be crazy. Um, I also, I don't know if this is helpful or not, but I do kind of think about, like, is wanting to play, like, the right metric here? Like, I don't know. It gets kind of weird, right? And we always have that with our podcast. Like, well, we didn't want to play this game. And then it's like, but was that even the right guiding force? But who knows? Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Not that I, I have mean, a good answer. I feel like to to really answer that, we would need to get into the principles of selection. Like, we'd, we'd need to really come up with, like, these are our principles for selecting a game. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. And that's hard that. to answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, someday. But, like, no, for me, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know if, like, even necessarily eliminating things is how we're going to get to the end of this. Like, what is our – I would say, like, yeah, what do people, like, want for this section of time? Like, to me, I'm like, okay, I could very easily be happy if we picked a bunch of weird fucking games. Like, if we picked mm-hmm. fucking – like like the fucking beautiful games block, which obviously is my I'm biased, but you know what I'm saying? Like and then we also picked fucking Unravel and Iris Fall and fucking Slime Rancher or some shit. Like I don't know. Like that's just some weird shit. Um and like or And then we Super finished Limited off with a group playthrough of contradiction. Like that to me is like that's such a strange, weird thing. Um Maybe and they're not, not super liminal because that's another strange game. Sure. And so, like, those are going to be different from each other, and they're going to have different. Like, it's not necessarily like cohesive exactly, but I think none of them individually are like a huge, huge endeavor. But also, like, I think there's going to be some interesting, different flavors we get out of that. Mm-hmm. Like Florence is going to be a different flavor than, you know. Than Abzu, and it's going to be a different flavor than Unfinished Swan, which is going to be a different flavor than, I would assume, Iris Fall. Like, they're just going to be different flavors um, that don't take too, too long. So it kind of reminds me of, like, when we were going back-to-back with stuff like, uh... Fuck, what was that game called? The one where you're just, like, Black Bar. Like, remember that? Where mm, we were, like, just doing, like, yeah. these, like, weird one-off things? And, like, I don't know. I could... I, I don't know. I could see that. We could also wrap that around one longer game. Like we could choose Dishonored for that matter. And do or 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 even like the Messenger. And like choose like one of those and put some other interesting one offs around that. I'm just thinking like mm-hmm. kind of more macro rather than like single game. I'm just kinda of think like macro, like what would be a valuable like group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> So, I mean, I think a reasonable approach to this is to just throw them on the schedule and then see where we start to run out of room and if we want to swap others in. Like, start yeah. with a, an approximate solution and then iterate. Okay, yeah. I like it. So I had heard... I definitely want to put the beautiful games block on the schedule somewhere. Um, okay. Those are four games. They're, they're so short, yep. and yet I feel like, you know... It, it seems like a crime that we haven't played some of them yet, especially Journey. Journey's just one of those games mm-hmm. where I'm just like, oh, but we can never find like a spot for it, I think. Yeah, and I feel like here's the spot, you know. Right. I had also heard a good case for contradiction at the end. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Follow up all these beautiful games with contradiction. <laughs> Yeah, it's a literal contradiction. <laughs> um, yeah, or juxtaposition. I or figured something. out how to sell that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool. Um, th- Raphael, if if you had to choose between Fez, the Messenger, and Slime Rancher, would you choose Fez? Oh, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> um. Or would you choose one of the others? I think I would choose the messenger. Ah, I see. I think the messenger is something that we can't run from much longer. It has 
hounded us mm-hmm. through every suggestion channel. We make new channels that's every true, once in a while. True. Just like pretend. You like... will receive the message. Exactly. <laughs> this is like a fucking. It's like when you kill someone and then like the the fucking person in Skyrim is like. I love how I didn't start with the context of Skyrim. I just started with the context <laughs> of when you kill someone. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, unfortunate missing details there but yeah they like hound you down to like get you into the fucking uh dark brotherhood or some shit you know that guy like chase you around the world um it's like that with the messenger but so the messenger is like what is that two to three or something like that so i yeah i kind of feel like what about the messenger for yeah i don't know it doesn't have to be exact but I think these uh, games would do better grouped than they would intersperse because you can't actually intersperse anything between them other than more of them, like more one-off games. So I was thinking like, dude, we could literally do fucking The Messenger, Dishonored, and some weird fucking beautiful games in between. Um, You're saying like actually I... do several of them in a week? No. Uh, no, I'm he was saying, saying like just do four in a row. Four in a row or multiple uh like two or something in between sorry so you were saying something you had a, a seemingly in- oh no i i w- i was just i lost my train of thought <laughs> ignore oh, okay. me <laughs> okay um yeah no what i'm just saying is like yeah either in a block of four or like groups of two or three or something like that between larger things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and to me i think we could open with some of them that's my personal opinion is we should open with like absu or something you know, just something fucking just beautiful. Um, or Journey. Fuck, we could open with Journey. Like, who's going to argue with that? Um, Florence, I'm scared of because I feel like I'm going to cry. But <laughs> it's time. It's time for McCoy to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, journey into the Messenger. Wow, I can't believe the message is making its way on here, but all right. Um, dude, just stare at the word messenger and then like just think about is it spelled correctly? Do you think we is... could do like journey into unravel into the messenger? Because then it's like sure. pretty to pretty platformer to platformer. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to fuck think of like yeah. a word. <laughs> You're like, it's the easiest tutorial of all time. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. I think that's as good of a fucking case as any. Like, I'm down. I don't know. Sure. I'm fine with that. And then I actually think we end or right after the messenger should be I think the unfinished swan I want to say. Like that Mm. one seems really cool to me. Yeah. And then I'm kind of open to what people are feeling for the rest of it. But that's like, this feels like a really solid start for us. Yeah. So, by the way, what that really solid start is, by the way, if you're listening and not actively on the Google Talk, um, which we have never <laughs> published to you, so deal with that. Um, oh, I might publish it on the Instagram just to give people a heads up. <laughs> all right, so go to the Instagram right now. And if you're not following, it... <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, so like it's... Like and subscribe. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, we got a YouTube channel. Okay, okay. Uh, Journey, Unravel, The Messenger, The Messenger, The Unfinished Swan, Abzu, Florence, Contradiction, Contradiction. That's kind of 
That's kind of what we have right here. That's uh, what we got right now. Um, Do we add more to it? I think we could, right? We oh, could. yeah. Sorry. There's no formula in there, so. It's all good. Uh, what if what if we yeah, I'm trying to think here oh snap for me I think Abzu looks a little strange there because I think Unfinished Swan probably has some emotional tones and I think Florence probably has some emotional tones and I think so then breaking it up with a week of something that doesn't have so much emotional tones seems like a good idea that's or are you saying switch Abzu and Florence? Is that what you're saying, McCoy? Oh, I was just saying that, like, there could be, like, an artsy feel sad block. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel the opposite, that it would be better to break them up. Mm -hmm. Like, you, we will feel fatigue in different ways. Some ways from yeah. playing, like, too much. Some ways from just, like, all the emotions. <laughs> I agree with Raphael here. So I don't... Okay, so I don't know if we need to do much more than this, I think. like Because, like, you know, the, the further out, like, the less... We could have some... What would we do last time? We had, like, some italics. Like, oh, maybe we'll do these and, like, we'll discuss when we get there for a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's start... Let's... Before we go to that, how do people feel about this so far? Is there something else they feel like they would like to be inserted uh, for something else or that they wished had had made we're, it we're gonna do that in spooktober isn't if that we... that's august oh no no, 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 no. you're right <laughs> i forgot i forgot what numbers are my bad <laughs> it's unfortunate <okay. laughs> unfortunate there we go uh i think if there's any other game that i kind of i'm just worried about it getting forgotten with um would be iris fall that's really the only other game i have because it is kind of like in the beautiful games the games in the beautiful games block they are just these like one-off like potentially like beautiful games in a way and i feel like i would just want that to at least be even if it's italicized i think i think i would like to have that. i really want super liminal to be played and like put on the calendar that's so been, i think uh, on my list for a long time another form of fatigue we might want to balance is uh puzzle intensity right true which i think i think this is pretty i think this is actually a pretty good cadence we've got going here because it's journey i don't know how intense the puzzles are in journey i would say swap abzu out for one of the puzzle like swap it with one of the puzzle games so that like this maybe because hmm. i think the only thing with that is then word <laughs> contradictions just in the middle of <laughs> these pretty games <laughs> and then, and then yeah. back to abzu <laughs> i don't know that's my just kind of move Abzu and Superliminal up and then do... Okay. Okay, so basically what this actually ends up being is it's like joyous games to play for two. Then it's difficult, but I would assume rewarding and wonderful. 
for two. Then it's like intrigue into intrigue with maybe a more intense, scary element to it. Then it's like a story thing. Then it's a, a kind of beautiful thing to pop, to top it off. And Oh, sorry. And then Superliminal, which is like a positive. Interesting. You know, I don't hate this. And this has us through July. I was going to say, it has us all the way through July. And then who knows what will happen at that point. There might be some games out. But I I like this game schedule. Is Unravel a puzzle a... game or is it like a joyous game? Uh, it I think is it's a, a joyous... It's, for, it's, I think it's very it's a light puzzles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very light puzzles. <laughs> I love how we're just like, we're pretty sure the unfinished one's emotions. Like, we don't really know. I don't really know. <laughs> but I'm just I like... I mean, based on the name, the unfinished swan. Yeah. Could it be anything else? Okay, so then actually, I'm tempted to make the case that... um. Florence and our, I know okay what, what I'm machine. thinking about is yeah the band um, <laughs> I'm thinking about the messenger and I'm thinking about what would be an effective deep breath after that might it be Florence might it be it could be the unfinished one um, it could also be Iris Fall which is like t and now for something totally different yeah we may want one of the relax games after yeah it. like even abzu right I, I think the unfinished swan's a good relaxing game especially since yeah. the unfinished swan is like a two and a half hour at least according to how long to be it's like a very short thing and i think after playing uh something probably as intense and hard as the messenger it might be nice to just have a nice like quick hit game like that like the unfinished swan yeah that's Can what be. i was thinking i was just thinking maybe mm -hmm. that's yeah, I mean, listen, if you think that's the right one, then I'm down. I was just, yeah, I, think, I was thinking I think that's a good, line. good exhale out after after a game like The Messenger, I think. Okay, do we feel like we are fucking Iris Fall by putting it after The Unfinished Swan? How is that fair? I mean, it's got to <laughs> come after. So it, it's like the, what, the Ethan Carter, you know? Something had to come after Edith Finch. It's just unfortunate that it had to be Ethan Carter. I know, but like, <laughs> but like, come on, we could do something that's different a little. Like, we could do, um... I mean, so Iris Fall is pretty short, so maybe that would also be fine after The Messenger. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, we like, could just swap the, the two. Although Iris then we Fall have... and... And then I'm finished one afterwards. Yeah, I, I think swatch, I, I'd be okay with swapping Iris Fall with Unfinished Swan, yeah. Although then we have the double emotions. It's probably okay. Uh, I think we can deal with two weeks. Although we could swap Superliminal. See, I, I, I personally have... don't hate like pairing the emotions, but I understand if other people do. I think they're probably different I, enough I think these guess. are the yeah I think they're they're probably different enough but then also like the the length of them is enough where it's like you're not I don't know you're not feeling so tapped out yeah there's like a lot of room in that week to like forget about everything by playing Valorant you know what I'm saying like if you have to <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> there's a lot of decompression Fair. time yeah I don't know sometimes I feel like Valorant is 
emotions game for McCoy. an emotions game. Oh, it is for me. It is. Oh, it's a fucking roller coaster for me. It's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. I wish it was like universally positive. It's not, unfortunately, but it's all. It's often positive. Someone the other day was like, "Hey, man, I really appreciated how you were really positive when we were losing," and I was like, "Yeah, Ben. I mean, we weren't gonna beat those guys, dude. <laughs> like, those guys are insane." Yeah, my favorite case ever is like, guys, do you remember the feeling of getting a like a 3K clutch, like a 1v3, that everyone thought you were you were lost and, and, and you knew there was a chance and you didn't give up and your whole team was forced to watch the beauty of that play? Well, that shit's not going to happen this game because they're stomping us. So if you want that forfeit with me, <laughs> vote McCoy <laughs> for getting the fuck out of this game. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's look from start to finish again. So see, so here's how we're feeling. We've done a little moving around. So we got Journey, and I'm going to also tell you our sort of um, ch- charge to this game, you know what I mean? Our context to the game. So Journey is a relaxation game, we're thinking. Followed up with a relax slash puzzle game of Unravel. And then follow that up with The Messenger, which is a puzzle. Not quite. I guess it's, it's, it's action, um, platformer. action platformer slash hard game uh, for two weeks. Then for something totally completely different, we've got Iris Fall. And then for Holy Shit, It's About Time, The Unfinished Swan, under the emotions category. Um, And then we've also got Florence also with the emotion category. That's what the contention was about. And then we've got Superliminal under Puzzle and Absu Relax and figuring it off, uh, (laughs) finishing it off with Contradiction. Uh, Chaos. Chaos. (laughs) There. Yeah. I don't know. This seems reasonable to me. Um, I could see also, although I think it's a very small and un- unneeded change, I could switch see switching Abzu and Subliminal. Like, Abzu, I feel like has, I guess both of them, right, have no emotional charge, probably. So, they're both decent follow-ups to the emotions block, to the, your mom's so proud of you because you're crying block. Um... <laughs> What is that? Not everyone else's experience. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm feeling like reasonable with this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Should we yeah, very, very quickly do notable things that didn't make it on this list that people still want to be remembered? It doesn't have to like you um, don't just play the whole game, but just like calling things out. Like, oh, I'm looking at this list and I see house flipper. Okay. Sure. I don't know. I was watching the trailer for that for a while during this podcast. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> Why does this look fun? So yeah, those games I'm are yeah, they're just fun. Ridiculous. They're just fun, and they're game games too. And like, let's let us not forget that that is also in our genre as well. And then I think from at least from my games block, um, of the two that I guess that are left behind, uh, just bold Dishonored. I think Dishonored is just one of those games that I just eventually want us to play. Don't care when or how, but Slime Rancher's bolded. Yeah, Raphael I'm bolding spoke. Slime Rancher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I want to bold Fez. Okay. I want to play that game. I think also Katana Zero is like, yeah. it's it's almost like a low-hanging fruit. It would be easy to fit in somewhere. Right, McCoy was talking about okay. a potential yeah. games block idea of like epic <clears throat> feeling. <laughs> I don't know how to exactly a describe it but... it doesn't have to yeah. be like that either it could be one-off also and i mean like 
granted, all of these are ones that I've been thinking about for a long time and I feel pretty strongly about, but I think in terms of like like Cuphead, I can see it not working so well. Yeah. <laughs> Subnautica, <laughs> I can also see it maybe not working so well. Uh, but I do. Okay, I have, I have a late minute thought here. What if yeah. we turn the messenger into a Raphael told us to small block and we do the messenger into Katana Zero? Is there like comparison points there? Like, could they be somewhat related? Like in some concept, like, oh, okay. Are you saying we add in a week? Yeah. And just shift everything down. I I don't think they're related. The, the relationship is very superficial. <laughs> the relationship is one of them's about a ninja and the other one has katana in the name? Yeah, and I mean, I guess there's some like pixel art aspect but they have very different feels and i i don't know it doesn't really make sense for me to compare them yeah it's not that they like necessarily needed to be compared but i feel like from the world of like if you think about the broad context of like game categorization they're like somewhat closer to each other than say like a lot of other things on this list but fair enough we don't have to do that um i'm fine with that um I would also like to make a case for Heroes of Hammerwatch. I think a multiplayer roguelike roguelite would be fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. And it would like and, end, uh, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yes. Stop playing yeah. together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's the kind of game where we play it a few times and we're like, ah, yes, this is this game, and then yeah. and then we stop. Yeah. That honestly sounds um, fun. And in fact, oh, fuck, James, bro, James, hear me out on this one. This is one on my list that I didn't bring because I, I didn't think it were ready for it yet. But Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. Right? It's a co-op like game. it's a co-op uh, uh, cave. Like it's S- a co-op God, game right. where you all play as dwarves space in dwarves. space mm-hmm. mining various planets and fighting off the um the evil aliens that inhabit them the local wildlife um, but i've heard yeah. it's really good and i've actually heard there's a lot of yeah. like good uh class uh interactions as in like you know i'm the person who can do this and then so like people are yeah, requesting totally. you to do that thing to help them so that it's like teamwork is happening and i actually think the fact that they're dwarves almost like ruins this game from the outside for me because not in any yeah. meaningful way, but it's just because people are like, yeah, they're dwarves in space. And I'm like, are you referencing Dwarf Fortress again? Because if you are, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to play Dwarf <laughs> Fortress. And I just start getting like freaked out and it's not that. So I just want to say if that's- It's not that at all. No, it's not that at all. I know. I understand. But the fact that they're dwarves they... is amazing. <laughs> and they like drink beer to get buffs and- Yeah, stuff. yeah. Kinda... yeah. It yeah. sounds like co-op fun. Um, yeah, it's definitely a co-op fun game. Um, there are a reasonable number of hours that go into unlocking some of the cool stuff about the game, I think. Um, which is one of the reasons why I haven't like made a case for it. But um, yeah, I think that that's a great thing to add to this like list of games that 
we want to like get into the podcast eventually. Okay. So maybe Raphael, you've played it. I have played it. Yes. Cool. So I've played it a little bit. You've played it some and, uh, McCoy wants to try it. Cool. Yeah. I'm always down for dwarves in space. I was down to play it more, uh, but I was playing it with one one other person who uh, whose interest in was it was done. not as persistent. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, got it. Oh, that is a gamer moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like yeah. the gamer moment cool. in the traditional sense, like you said something that got you canceled, but like more in the actual sense of like gamer moment where it's like, I remember growing up so much being like, guys, this is the best co-op game ever. And people being like, hmm. I don't know, I prefer this. And I was just like, but you're my only option. Like, you are essentially a tool in my life to play this co-op game. And if you don't want to be that, like, I'm walking. (laughs) Um, And with that, we might just walk out this podcast. I think we decided it, guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. We nailed it. And I don't think there's anything in italics here. These are, I mean, like, listen, we can make pivots and stuff if we need to. Of course, we always uh, have that that right. But I think these are essentially locked in for, for intensive purposes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. I'm excited to get started. And if you want to listen to other things with the same tone as this podcast, Energy Level, there's a really nice uh, piano remix of Studio Ghibli music that's really peaceful. Because <laughs> that's the level of fucking fire we're bringing today. But I took Dude, you, you didn't even rep Wind Down Wednesday. What the fuck? <laughs> that's what you're there here for, James. Don't worry. I set you up. We made... A YouTube series last year of us almost beating <laughs> uh, spoilers Hollow Knight, mm-hmm. and it was super fun. Um, where we would kind of get ready for bed, make some tea, and then um, be chill and watch McCoy try and beat Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Um. Myself, Elena, McCoy. And then uh, Valorant came out and McCoy was like, yo, what if we just like played Valorant? Yeah. And, what uh, if I never wind down again? McCoy, if you <laughs> yeah. beat Hollow Knight, I will be so proud of you. It's okay. Do you hear about that one before clutch I got the other day? I'm proud of myself. <laughs> All right. Let's actually get out of here, you guys. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for coming, and I hope some of these games are going to be awesome. Uh, I think come end of the year, some of these games are going to get mentioned as in like, oh, yeah, wow. Like, there was a lot to talk about there, and we just didn't. We just, you know, it just was constantly on a list or something like that, so that's cool. Yeah. Indeed. I I am excited. So, yeah, I guess that means next week we'll be doing a podcast episode on Journey. Finally. That's right. After so many so many years but yeah cool with that said take care of yourselves drink water chill out listen to some studio ghibli music thank you (laughs) whatever and we are out of here let's hit the stop button i need a studio ghibli remix uh (laughs) like of the fucking dude Isn't it just Joe Hisaishi? What? Isn't... (laughs) That's the composer of, like, all of the Studio Ghibli music?
James, how could you say that so authentically and then also send me this message earlier today? Quote, often I'll see advertisements <laughs> for board games and they say, quote, try not to come. But then when you play the game, it seems like the object is to come. So, yes, I would call that bad game design. End quote. Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> how can Somebody this? posted this in uh, on Reddit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that Craig is still in here because McCoy, you... you've got to bring that in there. <laughs> you've got to bring that in.